hit record. Listen, That's we're going to make it the goal. best that we can. You know what? If if it doesn't happen, you know what? That's at this least is, we tried. But if we don't, week. if we don't try, and it does happen, egg on our face. This is a movie that a lot of people say is the best movie of all time. So I feel like I we really it. gotta the best really, all time, better than I, the original. Do they say? I think I think most people like Godfather Part Two more than The Godfather. I don't. I, I'm a Godfather I one boy. I don't. I haven't really thought about it. I think of it as one, at least the first two, I think of it as just one story. The fuck are you I doing this with your day? One part what of are one you story? doing with your day if you're not thinking about this kind of stuff? You know what I'm saying? What are you out mowing your lawn, taking love care it. of you, paying the bills? What is you gotta the, be thinking, what God, the third you be one? Ranking everything. That the third one can go fuck itself, but yeah, the that first can, two? That one, again, uh, we'll, uh, we'll repost that Godfather episode that year because that movie inexplicably gets nominated for best picture that seems strange because that's the Uh same year that uh goodfellas any other when goodfellas came out Uh, what's the mafia movie that came out the same year that did or there's something that didn't no it did right you thinking of leslie nielsen's mafia that was that must have been it married to the mob more yeah oh married to mob's fun movie stop of my mom will shoot sylvester stallone is still getting yep are you thinking, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead? Oh, Christina Applegate? Absolutely. I'm always thinking of that movie. I saw it in the theater. Dishes Sean, are done, the man. Yeah, the dishes are done, man. And then it's like, idiots, now you don't have fucking plates. And you still have a dead body. Yeah, but we laughed. Uh, was, wow, was a, little, a moment of laughter. Let's, let's flash forward just for one second. Dances with Wolves, Awakenings, Ghost, Good. Goodfellas. And The Godfather Part 3. Awakenings is fantastic. I've always wanted to see Ghosts, and not, I'm going to have to watch Dances with Wolves, but I'm not rewatching The Godfather Part 3. I really, Probably I think ever Dances again. with Wolves is fantastic. You Dances love, with Wolves, Wolves 1, right? Dancing with Wolves. That was during Costner's fucking run, dude. That man had a run in the 80s and 90s. I'd argue the man's run never ended. He's a fucking heartthrob to this day. All right. But I feel like there was a time where it dropped. Kind of like a John Travolta. Well, he did, you know, Waterworld and The Postman, and uh, he crawled up his own butt for a little bit. But now he's back, baby. Yellowstone. Every fucking mom's fucking throbbing. My wife loins. loves it. I, I, there's a world where I get super into Yellowstone, I think. Yeah. I think there's a world. I could, but I could he see had, myself he doing that. He had that run with uh, Field of Dreams. Oh, sure. Dances with Wolves. What was the one where he kidnapped that little kid? Uh, perfect or a perfect day or something like that. Perfect getaway. You talking Mr. Brooks with Dane Cook? No, he did have Mr. Brooks with Dane Cook though. Well, he had he had one where he he I don't know if he jacked a car and the kid was in it or. Oh, he's he's got like a white T-shirt on. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think it has perfect in the title. Perfect world. Perfect world. And this uh, guy did that movie where he was like, hey, I'm Kevin Costner. Who are you? I don't remember that one. I might have made that one up. Yeah, that one, I think. That one might not be real. Now that I'm thinking about it. Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Fury Road. That was him, right? Um, No. The Bodyguard. The body. Oh, dude. That's one of my Robin most favorite Hood, movies. Prince of Thieves. The Bodyguard. Doesn't she get killed at the end of that? Never saw it. 
You've never seen a bodyguard shot, no. Michael Sullivan. You tell me right nope. now on a mo- podcast I, about I, movies. I'm in a bit of a musically. I'm in a bit of a Whitney Houston phase. So it's been on my. It's been on the, the front of my mind. I should. I should finally watch the bodyguard. Have you ever seen my bodyguard? No, with the the Corys, no. With Chris uh, Makepeace. Oh, is Matt that not Dylan? Adam oh. Baldwin. It's yeah, the Chris same, that same kind of brat packy. The kid period, from Meatballs. Right? Uh, the Untouchables. That's a Kevin Costner joint. Oh, dude, talk about a movie that was uh, in the theaters when I was younger. <laughs> oh, let's talk about <laughs> it. All of them, all the Star Wars. I saw that in the e. theaters too, dude. You saw the Untouchables. I used to go see pictures, kid. I used to get out there and I'd say, "Give me one child," and then they'd say, "You look older than that." And I'd be like, "No, I'm yeah, twelve. One, one kid ticket." I'm 12, and they're like, we are uh, 17. We have tentative plans, you and I. The world doesn't know this yet, but we have tentative, 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 tentative plans to go to the Cinemaplex together. We could have already seen it by the time we're talking about it. It's possible. I do I do believe that I am going to pull the trigger, and I'm going to do it, so I will let you know a time and a place, and if you want to go. Dude, the way you say, I do believe that I might, leads me to believe that you don't know if you're going to. Well, it's one of those. It is supposed to be a hundred degrees out, so let's see if they're air conditioned. They're air conditioned. Who is the movie theaters? They air conditioned the movie theaters now. Yeah, no, it's not like the old days where it's just like the spinning. (laughs) They'd open the the window, (laughs) let it draft in. Somebody puts a uh, open the emergency exit door stop. Can't do that anymore because no, you can't. They're alarmed. A lot of them are alarmed because of all the shootings we seem to have. You shouldn't do that anyway because it's you know pay you buy a ticket. Uh, perfect world is the one you were thinking of. Look at this run. Oh my gosh! Look at this. I did say perfect was in it, right? Yes, you did. Uh, let's say the Untouchables. Uh, no way out. I don't know what that is. Oh, look, spicy Kevin Costner, Gene sounds Hackman, like, Sean sounds like Young. Sounds like a thriller. Oh, I, you know, you know, I love Sean Young. Bald Durham, Field of Dreams, Dances with the Wolves, Robin Hood, JFK. We forgot JFK. Dude, Robin one Hood. of our favorites. John I love that Robin Kennedy. Hood. I bet it sucks. Is that Prince of Thieves? I rewatched it last over the pandemic, <laughs> and it can't uh, be good, right? I mean, look, I I it's will got the Brian Adams song. That's great. He does not do it in an accent. Christian Slater is doing an accent. They're brothers. Eh, I don't know. Um, Christian Slater, hot off the cuffs, I believe. The bodyguard, a perfect world. He's got like a five-year run where it's like just hit, 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 hit. Yeah. And then he goes, wider, water world, tin cup, postman. Ah, tin cup, dude, tin cup, Fox, dude. That is there a great you, you movie. Love, you love Rene Russo. You see it? Nope. Great movie. Cheech Marin. Don Johnson is also in there. Really good. And then he comes back. He's dude, in. I think uh, it was Waterworld, right? That and Postman really. Uh, what? That's when he became of kind of like a little, like of a joke. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hey, uh, let's play the theme song, and then we'll talk about this more on the other side. I forgot that we haven't done that yet. We're watching The Grandfather Part 2. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Welcome back, two boys in a balcony. We're just in the middle of reading Kevin Costner's filmography. Uh, Never takes a break. There's not a down period where he just disappears for like six years. He's always he's always got something cooking. I mean, he's always got his bun in the oven. Uh, You know, uh, Molly's game. He's pretty good. Molly's Molly's game. game. Good. 
That was a good Yeah, a li- little long. A little on the long side. How do we start talking about Kevin Costner again? Dancing um, with Wolves, was it? And then he's got 39 episodes of Yellowstone. Look at That's that. That's too many episodes. Uh, he's got a, the Hatfields and McCoys. That's a miniseries he did. Uh, Based on Yellowstone? Watch. I think it's him and uh, Bill uh, Paxton. No, that can't be. Bill Paxton's past. Past. No, it is Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's past. Right. No. Past on. No. Past we lost. Past we love Bill Paxton. What are you doing? I'm just saying. That what are you the, doing? What are you showing off for? Why are you going to show off? I'm just saying that words sometimes line up in fortuitous ways. Don't we love him, folks? Bill Paxton. I loved him. Twister. True lies. Twister. Apollo 13. Pullman? Could... No. Bill Pullman? We, yeah, look, we like Bill Pullman, too. But Bill Do we? Bill... Yeah, everybody likes Isn't Bill he Pullman. is the dude that stole your car? Independence Day. Well, he did that. But he Paxton also went to. Pullman is Independence Day. That's Pullman. Pullman went to UMass uh, Amherst Theater Department, just like oh, just boy. like you. Did you go yeah at the same boy. time? No, but you're you are fellow alumni. We're from alumni. If I, you know, if you ever show him your ring, he's uh, bound to help a, you. Yeah, we have a secret handshake. You know, they tell you upon graduation. Could you show it to me? It's uh, the, it's me, uh, Bill uh, Paxton, not Paxton, Bill Pullman. Uh, Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry like is also the other like. Uh, oh, Weymouth's own. Weymouth's own. Yeah. Rob Cordry. UMass Amherst alum. Uh, I mean, from the theater department. Plenty of other people. Doctor J. More famous than any of them. Doctor J is not from Weymouth. I don't think. Nobody went to UMass. Is what the. Oh, look at you! Is. You're naming all of the alumnus in 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 hopes of getting us donations. Pat Tillman. Uh, all of them. All the good guys. Guys, donate to the balcony. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's 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 let's we're done with Costner talk finally. Oh Christ! How, sakes. how for have now you been? For now, Sean. I feel like we've been quiet. We haven't been uh, we haven't been chirping at each other. This you week. know what? It's because of the heat. I think I think the, the heat, heat has wave. been too much. Too much. We got I got had the kid going to camp and they canceled yeah. her camp because of, we got a COVID wave breaking out. Which and then she, and she still insists on you, you know, leading the Apache relay and all that kind of says, stuff at home. She says to me, she says, Make but COVID ended six months ago, and I'm like, no, it didn't, you silly little son of a gun. Well, Joe Biden keeps Joe Brandon keeps telling us to get back out there. I'm out there. So, I mean, I'm here right now. But yeah, you're I, not out there. I get out some places. I go I to can't the store. Wait to, now, when we go to the movies to see Nope, Jordan Peele's Nope, are you going to cut a slit in your mask to eat the popcorn, or are you just going to take it no, off? No, I'll take do? them. I'll pull the mask down when I need okay. to, you know. Okay. Urinate and stuff. You know what? It's it's just, listen, it's just an adult Don't mitigating do. chances. Do not. You just mitigate chances. It's Don't percentages. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me you what just, to do. You don't have to always have your stupid face out Come out at me above. with this listen shit. <laughs> listen, I'm... Hey. I told you. I warned you. <laughs> Some people can't handle the truth, but I tell it like it is. Full tilt, full time. Few, few good men. I don't think that's the full <laughs> line. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, like, is you that need a full... me on that uh, wall? Full men, tilt, you can't full time. The truth. What did you just say? I'd oh, some people can't dude, handle. I don't the pay truth. attention. I got you. All right. So much shit comes out of my mouth. I can't. Dude. Dude, we're talking about the 47th Academy Awards today. Some people call it the greatest Academy Awards of all time because of the but, murder. 
And again, spoiler alert, we're not going to be discussing the film that won because we've already done that. We posted the episode two weeks ago. And we're also not going to be discussing uh, one of the nominees because we posted that episode. We can touch on that a little bit. Shut your fucking mouth. We're going to repost that episode. All right. Sorry. It's gold. It actually helped uh, my cousin through chemotherapy, he told me. That the episode on the podcast about the conversation? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Hey, well, shout out to your cousin. Oh, no, he's dead now. He definitely exists. He got hit by a truck. Oh, no. Leave he got hit by up. a truck listening to the Shawshank Redemption episode we did. As soon as he, as soon as he went into remission, he was it's like, like ah. so funny. He was laughing so much. And then you step off a curb. Pancaked to death by a thinking drunk driver. There couldn't possibly be a car coming both ways. Tiny Dinky Daffy. Rest what are the feet. chances? A car coming one way, but also the other way at the same time? Depends on the street, but you know, seems unlikely high. to me. Pretty high chance he was. of that happening. He was very high. Oh f- yeah, four twenty, brother. Uh, you know it's the seventh Academy Awards, Tuesday, April eighth. No one shut it down yet. We're at the DCP LACA. Vietnam is coming to a close. Host for the evening: Bob Hope, Shirley MacLaine, Sammy Davis Jr., and Frank Sinatra. They got three of the coolest people of all time, and Bob Hope. They really who is it? Bob Hope, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, and Shirley MacLaine, baby. I love Shirley MacLaine. You got you got three Rat Packers and Bob Hope. I mean, Bob Hope was a pretty big fucking deal, but he's not cool. He was though, not I think. Cool. Not he was your, to the older generation though. In your lifetime, Bob Hope was never cool. That's I, a compliment I disagree. To you. I think I disagree. All right. I mean, this right here is in my lifetime. And you were like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I probably was. I was six, so anything he did made made me laugh, probably. Does that does that golf swing? I used to love like that and like uh George Burns and Gracie Allen. But they're cool. They're cool people. All those old shows. Um, Godfather Part Two uh, gets uh, twice as many Oscar nominations as the first one. film. Did it lead the uh, films in nominations this year? Uh, I can tell you that it uh, did tied Chinatown and uh, The Godfather get eleven each. Towering Inferno comes in at eight. Lenny and Murder on the Orient Express at six. Other films. Um, Chinatown is a good ass film. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola and his son—they win four Academy Awards on the night. Uh, Franny wins picture, director, and screenplay uh, adapted, and his son Carmine wins best original dramatic score. And that is for oh, I'm sorry, that's Francis Ford Coppola's father, not Francis Ford Coppola's son, Carmine Coppola. One uh, best score for The Godfather Part Two. Oh, he did the score for that. Who did uh, he do the score for the first one? I do believe so. Yeah, I think he is the guy that won that. He did them. Fucking haunting, dude. They're coming out of your silky pipes, dude. I hear it. It's like I'm in the movie. He Sounds also like performed you're about at the to wedding. Go the, hey, uh, lady. I think he might have been the performer in the wedding. Is in, that in the, the old one. the old guy saying with his teeth come out? I think so. I That'd be fun. No fucking idea. But anyway, that's fun. Good for you, family. Dad's doing no it together. No fucking idea. Why would I bother? I mean, hey, you you could do you could pick up some of my slack. 
Why would you I? Co- you just you come said in it here to me. You just stated friggin- a fact to me, and then I asked you, yeah, and you're like, who gives a fuck, loser? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're stupid for caring, I didn't know his father uh, was the composer, dude. Oh, yeah. I figured they just brought in John Williams or something. <laughs> uh, I bet he beats John Williams, almost certainly. He's got to be, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Best original dramatic score goes to The Godfather Part Two. Other nominees: Chinatown, Murder on the Orient Express, something called Shanks. 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 Uh, starring uh, Marcel Marceau. Well, that sounds awful. Let's. And then uh, John Williams for The Towering Inferno. Marcel Marceau, the mime. Yeah. It's a William Castle film. Oh, William Castle is kind of cool. Uh, Never heard yeah. of it. William Castle is that guy in the 50s that would be like, don't come to the theater. You will have to sign a do not resuscitate. Oh, film. yeah. Yeah. Or he drop like skeletons from it's the kind of like an Ed shit. Wood type deal, like just a shock. shock uh, type yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Matinee with John Goodman? I've se- I don't know if I've seen the whole thing, but I know that's like, I know basically the premise doing, of it. Yeah. Uh, William Castle in that Fucking great John film. Goodman, dude. That's a good Joe Dante film, baby. Love that fella. Uh, John Goodman both or fe- Joe Dante? Both yeah. fellas. But well, I'm John Goodman has so many great roles. Yeah, I mean, I think in my lifetime, I think he might be the actor that's in the most movies that I enjoy. Probably, he's, right? He's so good in everything. Flintstones. I mean, just every Coen brother movie. Viva, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> King Ralph. Did them all. King Ralph. I gotta. I want to rewatch that. That Blues can't Brothers two thousand. <laughs> all right, I I insisted that my dad bring me to the movie theater to see that. Did you? Yep. That I looked, I've license. never oh, seen that. Look like total shit. Trash. Good, straight up garbage. Is that the one with the little kid? Yup. Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, not John Belushi. Um, John Belushi's in the Jim, first one. Jim Belushi. No, he's not even in it. It's Aykroyd, Goodman, a black guy, and a kid. <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000. What was the... Uh, didn't They had another one, right? No, you're thinking of the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> I might they be. had Jim Belushi. I might on. be. <laughs> I could be thinking of Blues Travel. I'm not oh. sure. What do you <laughs> Why you want to give me a run around? Oh, dude. I just remember seeing that... That little kid, and I think they gave him a harmonica or something, and yeah, he did boy. a dance. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> You can't play the blues without a harmonica. Everybody knows that. And I said, hey, you might as well make that grab for that cash. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine it grabbed much. We should, hear me out, we should outdoor We should outdoor balcony Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, I don't think I could. My neighbors would die. They're senior citizens. Anyway, I mean, they it's made it through lively. the Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. They're going to hear that blues music and start getting, oh. My wow, old, wow, 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 wow. My old bones wow, want to wow. start doing the Charleston. <laughs> Uh, fun. We love we love movies. Uh, speaking of movies, here's a recommendation: Do not watch The Gray Man on Netflix. Watch that this morning. Oh yeah, that looked dumb. Is that Apps. the Ryan Reynolds? Uh, someone, someone, The Rock or something? It, no, no, no. That's uh, that's a different movie that I didn't. That was Red Notice. Oh, that was a movie I did not uh, watch. Yeah. This is this is the Russo brothers, who of course the second uh, they uh, directed the second highest grossing film of all time, Avengers Endgame. Uh, they and they shaped Arrested Development and Community and 
They made four absolute Marvel bangers, and now they just make the most generic dog shit action films. It's got Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans in it. Chris Evans is having some fun. He looks like Farva from Super Troopers. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't tell you what the fuck this thing was about. I got 30 minutes left. Not Dude, finish. that's like a Netflix original dog yeah. shit. Yeah. $200 million made a movie that dude, it's just so sucks. insane, dude. They keep it's doing on. that. They're just like, hey, let's take three actors with some names and put them in this and they horrible make like, fucking thing. And instead of just sending the movie to Redbox. And Red then Box, not talk it about it. They just put it online one day and then the <coughs> next day we don't talk about it anymore. Dude, I still can't get over that pen, penverterate or whatever. The Michael, Mike oh, Myers. Dude, no one watched that. Dude, they didn't even fucking... Like, dude, eight episodes. I couldn't find what the budget was on it. But, like, Netflix Wild. didn't even fucking, like, you wouldn't even know that it was, like, who knows? They didn't even ask. They didn't even go, hey, Mike, Michael Myers, not the Halloween villain, the America's villain. Would have been a better Powers. show, I think, with the Halloween villain. What? They didn't even, they just, he just go, say, I want to make a show. And they're like, all right. Then he's just like, I want to let you know the last couple of things I made were the love guru and, uh, uh, and I was the love in, guru uh, is the one that I remember, and I never and, uh, saw it, but it looked. And I hosted the the reboot of the Gong Show in character in a way that no one. Oh, he was in. Uh, Bohemian uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, he's good in that one scene. Yeah, you know what scene he's not good in? In every uh, every in other Bohemian, one. In Bohemian Rhapsody. Dude, that movie sucks. When he when he listens to the song and he's in the office and he goes, he looks dead right down the right down the center of the camera and he goes. No one will mark my words. No one will ever enjoy this song. Good stuff. Remember Wayne's World? That's what he says. Does he say, remember Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. It's a bad movie. Wayne's but World? You know what? Wayne's, no, World Wayne's World is better excellent. than uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Wayne's World may maybe one of the top, like, ten comedies of the 20th century. That movie is so good. Okay. I don't know if you're being fresh now. No, I Wayne's World is fucking phenomenal. I love my favorite part of Wayne's World. I mean, besides, of course, the I don't even own a gun, let alone enough guns to necessitate a gun rack. Is every time they go to, they go to Ed O'Neill at the donut shop and then he just starts monologuing, and then they have to come grab the camera and bring it back. It's so funny. It's a great movie. Wayne's World, Penelope Spheris. You know what else is a great movie? Some the of the movies nominated for Best Picture at the Sean, Academy Awards. I keep calling it the grandfather because I'm trying to start something with somebody. Yeah, no, that's and that's probably the best. If you're thinking of a movie to like pick a fight with, it's probably The Godfather is the one you want to fuck around with those the fans. The grandfather. Those people seem very chill and normal <laughs> and calm. But the nominees for the 47th Academy Award for Best Picture... Chinatown, directed by Roman Polanski, unfortunately. Private Eye, Jake Giddis, lives off the murky moral climate of sunbaked pre-World War II Southern California. Hired by a beautiful socialite to investigate her husband's extramarital affair, Giddis is swept into a maelstrom of double dealings and deadly deceits, uncovering a web of personal and political scandals that come crashing together. Chinatown, one of the best movies ever made. Very good movie. Uh, Jack Nicholson, incredible in it. Faye Dunaway, your Have boy you ever seen John the two Jakes? Houston. 
The director extraordinaire, John Huston, is the villain of Chinatown. Isn't that fun? That's fun. We like John Huston. He directed the Maltese Falcon. You ever seen the Two Jakes the sequel to this? No, the Was yeah, it him that comes and Kytel? out in eighty. That's Nicholson directs it. I have not seen it. I should watch it. Why not? Yeah, I've had it. I had it on a list. I think it was on Prime, but I've never watched it. You never it's not that it. I'm scared. It sounds like you're a little bit of a puss, dude. Nicholson's so good in Chinatown. He really is, and uh, he takes Faye such Dunaway, a beating. Uh. Just gets progressively more beat up. Yeah, I mean, Rome Polanski is shoving a knife up his nose and then just slicing his nostril in half. Like, that's crazy. And he's got that fucking band-aid the rest of the time. Uh, Really good. He gets hired to do uh, the simplest PI job of all time. And then he gets swept up in the most complicated shit ever. Good-looking water rights. Sexy. Uh, Uh, Chinatown. Polanski, uh, though. Usually good-looking yep. movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that stinks. That it's him. Yeah, but you know what? It stinks that he did it's, the thing. It's well, yeah. Should you shouldn't have done that, Roman Polanski? We're only going to have to talk about you. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna. He probably doesn't listen to us, but no. But he's gonna come. He's up still again, alive, uh, right? Is he still in hiding? Uh, he's still trying to come come out. I think he still makes movies. I'm trying to get his uh, filmography up real quick, but uh, my computer's being fucking stupid (laughs) as fuck. I believe Netflix had a plans made a Polanski movie within the last five years. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Let me see. Why not? Let's do it. I feel like they did. Um, An officer and a spy is the last thing he made. That came out in 2019. I don't remember that. Is he do? Is it? Is he in France or something? He is in France. Yeah, he makes movies every now and then, and uh, famous people will do them, despite uh, you know the statutory rape thing. Yeah, uh, I love he has him. made some all-time uh, banger movies, though. There was uh, there's there is uh, this absolutely wild petition from, I think like two thousand or something, that all these celebrities signed to get. Uh, Roman Polanski cleared of all charges so he can come back to the United States. And every now and then, uh, uh, whenever like a celebrity does something noble, someone will uh, tweet at them like, uh, hey, can I ask you about this petition you signed in 2000? And then uh, that gets... Uh, yeah. He wins Best Director for The Pianist, I believe. Uh, that's uh, Adrian Brody, right? Yeah. So Love that fucking movie, dude. Never saw it. Really never good. saw it. But uh, he's that, got a couple uh, more. That didn't win Best Picture, did it? No, he won Best Actor. I believe. So uh, I believe Tess is nominated. Maybe. The I've never seen that. That's a long one, I think. Yeah, that's the movie that uh, um, is based off the book that uh, Margot Robbie buys him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is that but anyway, Renaissance type shit. Uh, I think so. Some kind of French dumb shit. Chinatown. Forget they it. Pa- they're using parasols in that book. Forget it, Bill. It's Chinatown. That's hey, forget it, everybody. It's over there. That's what they say. Uh, you know what? I, I watched. Does. I rewatched Chinatown this week, and then uh, that night I started rewatching uh, a little film called Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is essentially uh, that is a fantastic movie. It's this. It's almost the same plot as Chinatown. <laughs> it's just about land rights in L.A. It and, is uh, right. 
Uh, what a fuck! I I only got like forty five minutes into it, and then uh, I had to. I fell asleep. I'm tired. The heat. Oh, my computer's running like shit. Right second, I'm just trying to stall before I get the conversation up. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my favorite films of all time, and uh, it's perfect in every way. I agree. Very good film. Uh, five stars, no notes. The Conversation, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Surveillance expert Henry Call is hired by a mysterious client's brusque aide to tail a young couple tracking the pair through San Francisco's Union Square. Call and his associate Stan managed to record a cryptic conversation between them. Tormented by memories of a previous case that ended badly, Call becomes obsessed with the resulting tape, trying to determine if the couple are in danger. You know, you, would, you were saying that at a cadence that started to not make sense. Yeah, well, uh, we did a whole entire episode, uh, week two Good of enough. Valentine's. Good enough, uh, We're posting Great it. film, great Gene film. Gene Hackman, John Cazale, it's so excellent. Good, Cindy Williams, Alan Garfield. Cindy Williams is incredible in it. Right after uh, coming off of American Graffiti, going into Laverne and Shirley. I Big times for Miss Cindy Williams. Meeting up with her friend Penny Marshall. They're going to they're gonna rent an apartment. And they're gonna they're gonna get the down payment from Mr. DeFazio, Laverne's father. He runs a pizza shop, so he has superfluous income that he can lend to his daughter. And they're gonna have upstairs neighbors, Leonard and Squidward. Squidward? Squidward? Squid- am I mis- am I mixing this up with uh, SpongeBob again? Yeah. Laverne and Sh- SpongeBob. That's a fun. That's a fun thing that they could do for a television program. I'm keeping oh, it. Okay. It's oh, mine. Here we go. All right, ten times a director had two films nominated for Best Picture, and if this link is not about uh, in the same year, I'm gonna shit my pants because, of course, many directors have had two films nominated for Best Picture. But I want the same. Oh, here we go. Same Francis year. Ford Coppola, uh, Ernst Lubitsch uh, for One Hour with You and The Smiling the Lieutenant. Uh, Was that like 1932? Yeah, those of course are uh, some uh, Maurice Chevalier smiling dipshit films. Oh fuck him! We're not even gonna acknowledge Maurice Chevalier anymore. Uh, Captain Courageous in the Good Earth by Victor Fleming. <coughs> I believe we started to watch the Good Earth. I don't think we watched Captain Courageous. No, we watched Captain Blood. Captain Blood rules with Errol Flynn. Yeah, I think I wanted to watch Captain Courageous, but we started watching the Good Earth, and we decided that it was. Racist. Oh, that was that the Chinese That's one. Paul Mun- Muni is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Rather, uh, Michael. The, he had Michael ponytail. Michael Court Curtis gets the Adventures of Robin Hood and Four Daughters in the same year. Uh, both of those are lovely films. Um, you especially love the Adventures of Robin Hood. Oh, uh, that was that correctly. was that's Errol Flynn too, right? Yes, sir. Very colorful. Yes, that was like or... one of the first color, right? One of the first Technicolor? I think so. I remember it really standing out. Oh, damn. Victor Fleming fucking did it again. This motherfucker did it. Oops, he did it again. Uh, 1940, Gone with the Wind and the Wizard of Oz. What? That's... Gone with the Wind and the Wizard of Oz. You he directed these? both. Oh, d- yeah. Gone the with the Wind year. had like five directors or something, right? Uh, yeah, but I want to say he is the main director. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty wild to have directed both of those. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, to, just to be fair, though, there were only like four movie cameras in existence back then. Yeah, so yeah you got to share. It's it brings the, the percentages up. And the thing is, is that he was one of the guys that was using one of those four cameras like the 
best of anybody ever. Yeah, so it's he was like, very good. Right. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock in 1941. He had both hands, which was very rare after the war. It's important. Foreign correspondent in Rebecca. Uh, that's the same year. Allie Hitch getting in there. Uh, your boy John Ford in 1941. He's got two nominees. Grapes of Wrath in The Long Voyage Home. So good. John, that's the one with John Wayne as the Swedish guy. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much as you did, but I did like The Grapes of Wrath yeah. a lot. Henry Fonda. You know, that, Henry uh, Fonda Henry Fonda disappears out of... Barry Fitzgerald, that old dude. It's uh, it's. I'm just thinking about this now, and we got the time to yeah. talk about it. But like, you know how like we're watching these movies, and it's like the same actors over and over again, and then yeah. Henry Fonda just like fucking Twelve Angry Men, and he's gone. He's not been in one of these movies that we've watched in a long time. I, th- I think he went to war. You think he was in Vietnam at this time? He might have been. Uh, he'll pop back up for On Golden Pond. Uh, Sam Wood uh, directs Kings Row and The Pride of the Yankees. Uh, Kings Row. That's right. The Yankees. We did right. Yep. It's uh, a Lou so Gehrig story. Forty-three. Francis Ford Coppola for the Conversation in the Godfather Part Two. Oh my God! Herbert Ross uh, coming up for the Goodbye Girl and Turning Point. Uh, and then in two thousand, Steven Soderbergh for Aaron Brockovich and Traffic. He gets in. Dude, for both. I believe that's that's the year that. Almost famous uh, got fucked. Well, that might be the next year. Think that I think it's be... 2000, 2001 Oscars. Yeah, Gladiator wins. And then Aaron Brockovich and Traffic get nominations. And then. It's wild that. Like, I just rewatched Almost Famous again the other day. Yeah, it's wild it. that that. It's, it's incredible, dude. It's such yeah, a good, good movie. movie. Cam and Crow, what have you done for me lately? Nothing. What uh, take your laundry? Let me ask you, what am I to you? And then he walks out and he has the laundry. Young William Miller, Lenny, directed by Bob Fosse. The story of acerbic 1960s comic Lenny Bruce, whose groundbreaking, no holds barred style and social commentary was often deemed by the establishment as too obscene for the public, too dirty. Dustin Hoffman, Valerie Perrin, other people. Uh, good movie. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You didn't like this one. I didn't care for it. No. Uh, I think it looks cool. I think I think it has aspects. Yeah, I think it's shot pretty well. Like I it, think, it, yeah, it's I got think... a nice look to it. But I, I find uh Dustin Hoffman as Lenny Bruce to be so fucking. I don't like it. I don't think he's funny. No. And I get like I get the. First Amendment aspect, the freedom of speech. But here's the thing. Anybody can get arrested on stage if you try hard enough. Hell yeah, dude. And if you're not and getting he arrested was an on asshole. stage, you're not trying hard enough. That's what I say. But I think, I think uh, who is it? Valerie. Uh, Valerie Perrin. Yeah, I thought she was great. She's awesome. She's so good in the movie. Uh, but I, uh, I, just, I really did not like uh, it. She goes on to play, I believe, Miss Tessmacher in the Superman films. Uh, Lex Luthor's uh Yeah, she does. Doll. I know she's in at least one of them. Uh, she's good in those. Uh, she's great. She's like the the best part of the She movie. must have been nominated for that, right? She was, yep. She was nominated. Yeah. She didn't win? Um, no, she loses to Ellen Burstyn uh, for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Oh, that's um, that's what they base the television show Alice on, right? Yeah, that's a Scorsese, a real early Scorsese. Is that uh, 
Uh, Chris Christopherson? Yes, sir. Uh, the other nominees. I don't think I've ever seen it, but no, I used to watch the television show religiously. You love it. You love it. As you love in, Scorsese, so I'll watch it Instead of going someday. to church. Someday I got to go through just every Scorsese movie because there's some huge I thought I did. Like, I thought I did uh, first year of the pandemic, but there's a few that I didn't realize were Scorsese's. And yeah, I, I can't remember a couple remember of ones like now. this. And then New York, New York. I haven't seen that one. Uh, no, New York, New York. I got to see The Color of Money after watching Is that Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore is Scorsese? Yeah, no, that'd be why I brought it up, yeah. Oh, get the hell out of town, <laughs> It'd be brother. real weird if we just God transitioned damn. over to talking about well, Scorsese. Thought... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Ellen Burstyn wins. Best Actress, Diane Carroll gets nominated for Claudine, Faye Dunaway for Chinatown, Valerie Perrin for Lenny, and Gina Rowlands for A Woman Under the Influence, which is supposed to be pretty incredible, but... That was on Criterion, had a Gina Rowland's uh, Yeah, that's a, that's a John Cassavetes. John Cassavetes directed it. John Cassavetes yeah. was her husband. Uh, my friend Casey Malone and your friend uh, say that it's uh, one of the biggest snubs of all time. That's, uh, is, is it an alcoholism thing? I don't know. Or is it mental health, right? I plead the fifth in right. so much as that I don't know. So I, get, I really have to plead the fifth. You can ask me questions. I'll just say I don't know. <laughs> I don't why My I'm... lawyer said I should, but I feel comfortable in just, I just saying think I don't know. If I plead the fifth, it's like me admitting that I'm guilty. So I'm just going to let you expose how stupid I am. No clue. Do you believe in free and fair elections? I plead the fifth. I don't uh, know. While we're talking about the acting nominations, best supporting actress goes to Ingrid Bergman for Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, that's so that's an Agatha Christie deal, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Um I'm, I'm I know I saw it. I've seen Sydney it. Sydney Lumet. That's a Albert friggin, Finney. That's Sean a friggin Connery. movie loft type deal. Mm-hmm. That's a movie they used to play a lot like Sunday sure. afternoons. Oh, absolutely. Um uh Albert Finney is Hercule Poirot. Um they remade it a couple years ago Kenneth Branagh did. Um, it's got Sean Connery. I didn't think. they? Didn't they just do? Now. What's the fucking one they just did? Death on the Nile. Yep, that's another. Uh, that's Christie, Christie, right? Uh, there's a there's a version of that from the '70s as well. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Sidney Lumet directs it. It's got Lauren Bacall, Ingrid Bergman, Sean Connery, John Gleegan, John. Pierre Cassell, Vanessa Redgrave, Michael York, Rachel Roberts, Jacqueline Bissett, Anthony Perkins, Richard Wildmark, Wendy Hiller. That's a lot of people. Now, that's uh, that, is that a lot of uh, cameo type shit? No, it's got. I mean, it's like Knives Out, where there's just like you know fifteen suspects, um, and it's a murder mystery, and you're kind of going like, Ugh, "You're on the train. It? Someone died. The killer is among us." Yep, it's like Clue, but on a train. Pretty much. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Probably what, what Clue was based on, right? Was was Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, I mean it's based off the board game and just the general idea of murder. But yeah, that feels like a seventies thing, right? Clue. Yeah. No, I think I don't know. I don't know when Clue came out. I mean, we're not a board game not podcast. The... No, no, no. So, no. Although you want to be. be. No, uh, I think you want to be. No, 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 no. Too, too market's too crowded. Uh, other nominees for Best Supporting Actress, Valentina Cortez for Day and Night, Diane Ladd for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Talia Shire for The Godfather Part Two, and of course, the coolest nomination of all time, Madeline Kahn for Blazing Saddles. 
should have won all the awards. She should have got Best Picture for Lily von Stupp in Blazing Saddles. You know, you couldn't make that movie nowadays. And, and you wouldn't want to because it's already, they already made it. You know, you couldn't make that movie nowadays because of... I can't make any uh, movies. I got Nobody will give me funding. You know, you couldn't write a book like that nowadays. Nah, it's not a book. You know, you couldn't say... You couldn't do it, something like that nowadays. You're telling me putting a white guy on camera saying the N-word, you can't do that today? You're telling me that you could Quentin do that Tarantino's today? Tarantino's got something to say. Holy moly, does that guy like to say the N-word? Loves it. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> it's dude. Fucking wild. Like, it's... Wow. It's like, all right, chill, dude. Like, dude, wow. Uh, just best supporting like, actor. Dude, there's a lot of other words in the world. So you many. You don't have to limit so yourself. Many. Jesus Christ. Uh, supporting actor nominations are pretty cool this year. Robert De Niro wins uh, for The Godfather Part Two. Uh, Fred Astaire gets nominated for The Towering Inferno, and that's just a, that's just a, it's, hey, we forgot you were alive. Dude, that's, yeah, that's gotta be, that's, that's all that is. be like a lifetime achievement type deal, right? He do, he's not doing nothing in that movie. Uh, Jeff Bridges for Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, that's the first Michael Camino film, the director what of What is he Hunt. in that? Is he like a businessman? Who, a CEO? What are we talking about? Fred Astaire in The oh. Towering Inferno. Uh, he, he plays a con man that's trying to, to, to rip off an old lady. Hell and then yeah, he gets, he then he, and then get this, he gets caught up in this towering inferno. And then at the end of the film, O.J. Simpson hands him a cat. Uh, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> it's nominated for Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Uh, with it's him and Clint Eastwood. That's a. The I don't guy think I've ever seen that. No, is that a motor? I think it's a motorcycle movie, uh, or, or a cowboy movie. No idea. Uh, it's Michael Camino who directed The Deer Hunter. In, uh, yeah, I love that dude. So he only made like four films. So I should I should watch Thunderbolt and Lightfoot because guess what? I love Jeff Bridges. I love Deer Hunter. Uh, Michael Gazzo gets nominated for The Godfather Part Two for uh, his role as Frank Pantangeli. Uh, he's incredible in this movie. What a great nomination! Oh yeah, dude. Um, the kind of the guy that kind of so like. Good. Sells them out a little bit, but so then he does. Good. By the end, he does the right thing by doing the wrong thing. And uh, Lee Strasberg, it's a loud mouth, fucking Lee's... loud mouth. Ah, come on! Yeah, he just wants them, the Corleones, to come fucking fuck up New York for him. And then Lee Strasberg gets nominated for The Godfather Part Two as Hyman Roth. And then Best Actor goes to Art Carney for Harry and Tonto, which is uh, looks from appearances to be about a, an old man and a cat. Now listen to who he beat. This is how good this performance was. He beats Albert Finney for Murder on the Orient Express, Dustin Hoffman for Lenny, Jack Nicholson for Chinatown, and Al Pacino for The Godfather Part Two. I don't think Hoffman should have got a nomination for Lenny. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who else. I thought I liked Gene Lenny Hackman more than you in the did. conversation. Yeah, probably. But didn't he just? Get nominated last week. I, I think care. he just won. For so the did I think. I think Dustin Hoffman got nominated last week. Oh yeah, he did. Um, I think he's good in Lenny. I think Lenny is a cool movie. It just they didn't bother to let anybody. They didn't show any evidence that Lenny Bruce was a humorous person. It was, it's like if Lenny Bruce was uh, the Joker, uh, Colin... and it was just like. Telling those not funny jokes on stage, and he became famous. 
so Colin uh, Blank Check uh, just put out their Lenny episode last week, and Colin Quinn was the guest. Yeah. And uh, he he's he's it's not a great episode for Blank Check. I I liked it because I like Colin Quinn a lot. He's not a good guest for that show, but you know he was like he's like it's a you made a you made a musical biopic, but you didn't include any of the music of the person. Yeah. It's just the story of like which they did. They made Andre three thousand made a Jimi Hendrix biopic. Which is like, wow, that's great casting. But then they couldn't get the rights to any Jimi Hendrix music, so it's, it's just like, it's like uh, Jimmy Gibbler, you know? <laughs> on, uh, no, no, it's yeah, 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 on Dirty Rock. But it's just like, oh, cool, cool. Oh yeah, you're gonna make a movie about Janis Joplin. Well, obviously we're gonna get to hear those great songs. Oh no, we can't. Okay, oh, we well, couldn't. We couldn't get mind. the rights. Um, I think it's a cool biopic. Like I like the interview framing of it. I, and I really thought Valerie Perrin was fucking phenomenal in it. She really, she really was great in it, and I um, think she probably should have won uh, Best Actress for it. Yeah, who, I mean, I don't because her her performance really does stick out. She was good, um, but he, I thought he was just such a. You know what the I thing is like is that she should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I don't know why she's nominated for Best Actress. All right, if she was in not supporting, you know, she got a better shot, but. Oh, well, bye, Lenny. And finally, the last nominee, The Towering Inferno, directed by John Gillerman and Irwin Allen. At the opening party of a colossal but poorly constructed office building, a massive fire breaks out, threatening to destroy the tower and everyone in it. Massive but poorly constructed. That's Very. what you want. Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, William Holden, Faye Dunaway, Fred Astaire, Susan Blakely, Richard Chamberlain, Jennifer Jones, O.J. Simpson, Robert Vaughn, Robert Wagner. Uh, I think we ran out of famous people. So many fucking people in this movie. Uh, it's a typical disaster movie, man. Poseidon Adventure, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was 72, I think. We're getting all uh, into that. We had the airport. Yeah, Earthquake is this year as well. Um, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park has to be coming up at some point. Dude, that's really close, I think, for sure. Kiss meets the Phantom. Feels like 78 to me, but I could be wrong. I think there's a slightly different type of disaster movie. Hey, you keep on shouting, you keep on shouting. (laughs) I should not have laughed at that. (laughs) It's just encouraging bad behavior. That's all. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) Now I feel entitled to do it again. You keep a Emboldened, one would say. I want to rock and roll. Towering Inferno. Ah, that's like a two, two and a half, two forty. That's a long flick, right? Long. Uh, a brief. I mean, it's just like Airport is the same length. Yeah, it's... that's another movie loft type deal that I know I've seen in the past. Oh yeah, dude. I can imagine if you're running a local TV station, you get you can show the Towering Inferno. You're like, oh fuck, dude. I don't have to. I don't have to schedule stuff for four hours. That's half Lock my that day up done. With Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, double feature that shit. I do got to watch the Poseidon Adventure. I like Towering Inferno. Um, I think it's the fourth best movie this week. Lenny is the worst. But uh, good cast in it, though. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched all six episodes of the Paul Newman, Joanne Woodward uh, documentary. Nuts, That's on. Dude. I, s- I sent that to you as a joke. Dude. I said, look at so, this. So here's the thing. I was thinking about this because I was watching it and I was getting annoyed, but I was enjoying all of it. Like, I was just like, why is this so long? It doesn't need to be this long. But I, yeah, I, it's wild. Six one-hour episodes. Every second of it, I enjoyed. It like, yeah. It's like 
You know how you watch documentaries about actors, and then it's the same as Lenny, right? You watch Lenny, and you go, like, why is this guy special? You watch this six-hour documentary of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, and you go, like, that's why they're special. That's why he's yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time. It Like, sure, did they spoil almost all of his films by showing the pivotal acting moments? A little bit. But I'm going to watch them all because I'm like, this guy fucking rules. He's so good. His he wife does is great. Rule, dude. But then I would go, like, oh, does it need to be six hours? But then and I was then like, beyond, because then you get beyond his acting, dude. The guy was fucking yeah, race car driver, humanitarian, alcoholic. Like it, it's just a, it's great. And Joanne Woodward is is multitasker. I believe is the word you were looking. Oh for. yeah, 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 yep. Day drinker, uh, night drinker. Jack of all trades. Um, but then I remember last year I watched ten episodes, ten one-hour episodes, a ten-hour documentary about a basketball team from the '90s, and I don't even fucking like basketball. So, <laughs> like, I'm going, why am I complaining about this thing that I'm enjoying every second of it? I love this is so enjoyable and fun and nice to watch. And I'm like, oh, it's too long. Oh, there's gonna be a ten-hour documentary about Derek Jeter. I can't not watch that <laughs> well might as well put it on the watch list i think if they had released this one episode over six weeks then it would have yeah. been a little more palatable to people like kind of like that woody allen documentary that came out about uh mia farrow and uh him oh uh, yeah molesting yeah. here is his own children yeah we started watching that and but i did not no because they far. yeah because they did no justice to your boy woody and um Guthrie. I told you. Woody Guthrie is the one I like. Woody Boyd. Woody Boyd. The guy, the Toy Story dude. Um. Yeah, anyway. I, I really killed yourself with that one, huh? I just, I, yeah, I just, uh, I really liked it. And uh, Paul Newman uh, was very lucky to uh, fuck Joanne Woodward for all those years. I mean, no, I think they did more than fuck. I think uh, I think they held each other during yeah, the no, fuck. No, no, and then they had some fights, and uh, not my business. No, and they they infer that not he, my he may have stepped out a few or few uh, times. So I don't know about that, but it's a uh, handsome man. Handsome. I mean, those fucking eyes. You can't dude. go out to the store and not expect to have sex with everybody. It's just wild being that, that handsome with those eyes. He's uh, so good. Everybody's always like, "Oh, how many eggs?" How many eggs can you eat? Yeah, 50, and then he has to prove. 50 he has in to a, prove he, that he can. 50 in an hour? That's nothing. Nobody can eat 50 eggs. I can do it. That's a great movie. Uh, yeah, they spent a lot of time on that. I think you would really, I think you would you would genuinely enjoy. Yeah, I'll put it on. I put it on the list. It's just. Uh, I'll check it out. I, I was working from home yesterday. I had it on the iPad while I was working. I genuinely day. enjoy Paul Newman, so. It also made me feel great. I'm not crazy about uh, Zoom. That is, so that could be a problem for me. That gets that's a little lame, but yeah. I guess it's the best that they could do under the circumstances. No, I get that, but also I just don't care for it. It kind of maybe wait until we solve the pandemic before you make this thing. Though. Or I mean, just like if they shot it just on their iPhones and uploaded the video. Like it would have yeah. been a better quality. It's if just, they just had a uh, director of uh, photography step in and yeah, line if only Martin someone, Scorsese's phone if only up in to his face. Some, someone in Sally Field's house could set up a camcorder <laughs> while she has a phone call. Um, oh, well, it's never going to happen. It's just weird. I just wish it didn't have that like weird 
pandemic COVID shit on it yeah. since he died. I don't know, twenty years ago. It's like, hey, watch our uh, watch our Paul Newman Joan Woodward special. Uh, link down below. Yeah, <laughs> free yeah. free show. Yo, rate, review, and subscribe. Hit that bell. <laughs> to get notifications. Hit that bell to get notifications. <laughs> Um, uh yeah i'll check it out though i I do uh genuinely enjoy paul but Miller. i would i would watch i would watch a six hour of famous actors um talking about the other thing that's kind of cool is that paul newman was going to write a book so he started he had some ghostwriter weren't guy. we all at one point amen he had some guy go around and just like interview all these people from his life and like made these cassettes and then they transcribed all the things and then one day paul newman uh was just like fuck i don't want to write a book so he burned all of the recordings yeah so then but they do have all the transcripts so ethan hawk has got all these famous people to come in like george clooney is plays paul newman reads paul newman's interview throughout the whole yeah. thing so that's kind of cool laura linney's in there i don't know dude stop trying to sell it to me i said i'd check it out and then don't watch the gray man and then uh let's go see nope. i won't watch the gray man and then we'll go see nope Oh, maybe we'll see. Nope. Uh, what do we got uh, next week on the podcast? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. Dude, I'm way ahead of schedule on this one. I got one film left to watch, and I got to rewatch the uh, the the winner. But it's uh, the winner of next week's episode is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Cuckoo, love that movie. Directed by Milos Forman. Other nominees, Barry Lyndon, Dog Day Afternoon, Nashville, and then a film called Jew- Jaws. Jaws. Jesus Christ. Jaws. You almost got us in a, into... Uh, pulled out at the last second. Into some hot water with your choice of... Plane uh, doesn't crash. Plane doesn't crash. You pull the nose up. So. Hey, why don't they make the entire plane out of what they make the black box out of? This is a question I've always I've wanted. I've been asking that for fucking If the black years. box is going to survive anything, why if don't they just make the... black box is so friggin' great. Oh, I thought I thought you that was the way you were cutting it. I might be having a stroke. <laughs>